Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. David, you know, as I've worked with clients, I've been surprised at the number of people who have had a financial advisor but did not have a detailed financial plan. When you think about the key components of a good financial strategy, what comes to mind, David? Well, there's so much to it. So again, the first thing is a good financial plan looks at everything. They don't just look at a part of your portfolio. They don't just go, okay, show me what you've got over here and I'll help you manage that money. A good financial plan takes a look at your overall net worth statement, takes a look at your insurance, looks at your cash flow needs, looks at your goals financially, and builds an entire holistic investment plan around that. With that said, when you drill into the actual investment plan, I will tell you that the most critical component of that investment plan is that it matches up with your risk tolerance. So it doesn't pay to make an investment plan that's aggressive, even if you need to be aggressive, if you can't handle being aggressive. Many people, in fact, I would say my experience, most people when they reach retirement, they don't want to take a lot of risk. They've reached a point where, if anything, they're like at the top of the mountain. They've worked really hard to get there and they don't want to fall off the top of the mountain. So it is really important that your financial plan, that your investment strategy match your goals and your tolerance for risk and what is called volatility. How much can you handle markets going up and down? Once you've done that conversation, once you've looked at that, a good financial advisor is going to create a detailed asset allocation strategy that matches what you told them your risk tolerance was and your goals. And asset allocation is one of those complicated terms that in many cases, it just blows right over people's heads. But in layman terms, it's what grandma used to say, which is, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. When you diversify your investments, when you have some investments in stocks and bonds and cash and gold and real estate, when your portfolio, and you've got global investments, when your portfolio is really well diversified, you know that in any given point throughout the year, some things are going to go up and some things are going to go down. But over time, that investment portfolio is going to do decently. You're not looking, I'm a big believer in you're not looking for home runs. When you retire, you're looking for singles. You want to have a winning season. You want a bunch of singles. You want to just keep, get on base and get home. And, and that's how I think a good financial advisor will build your plan. And again, that asset allocation strategy, we know for a fact, uh, when we look at what creates the performance of a client's investment returns, all the studies have shown that asset allocation is the driving component. In fact, studies have shown that over 90% of a portfolio's return is based on the asset allocation decisions that are made. So that is really a, you know, I don't know if secret sauce is the right word, but it is a critical, critical component of the investment plan that is created for you. And then really a big part of that plan is making sure that it is regularly reviewed and regularly rebalanced based on your goals and what's changing in your life. And that's the investment side. The, The second part I'll put to this is it's really important that your financial plan looks at estate planning. And specifically when I talk about estate planning, I'm going to be really basic here for a second. It it means that you've got yourself a will or a living trust in place. 
so that in case something happens to you or when something happens to you or when something happens to your spouse or if something were to happen to the two of you, you've got a written legal document that tells your beneficiaries how the estate should be taken over and where the money should be distributed. That is simply critical. It has to be done. It needs to be a part of your financial plan. And then there are sometimes where insurance is a big part of that financial plan. You may be insuring one or both of you in case of disaster so that there's enough money to take care of the other person or your kids. Uh, and then another time insurance comes into play is for estate uh, purposes. The estate can be so big that a lot of people use insurance as an estate planning vehicle to pay the taxes when they pass away. Uh, so that's all really important. And the last thing, and I know I've covered a lot here, is the beneficiary issue. Really, 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 really important that the beneficiaries are up to date and correct on everything. So the beneficiary is correct on your IRA accounts, on your annuities, on your insurance. You need to make sure that all your beneficiaries have been up to date. And you also want to check and make sure that you have a succession beneficiary in place. A lot of times people have a beneficiary, which is their spouse. But if something were to happen to them and their spouse, they don't have a, a successor which is often the kids or the estate. So you need to have that on your documents and you should make sure those are up to date. You know, that's uh, really good advice. And, you know, we see it all the time, David, where people come in and they haven't done this. They haven't gotten these things updated. Right. And, and like sometimes there's an old 401k somewhere and they haven't rolled it over. And so they also haven't updated their beneficiaries and those kinds of things, David. I mean, we do. We see that all the time. Brad Hill here. I wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to address a common question I get. The question is, how do I get started? And it's a great question and the answer is different for everybody. Some people are best to come in for a one-on-one -on -one meeting out of the gate, but others want a little more information first. That's okay. If that sounds more like you, then listen closely because we have awesome events and retirement planning courses throughout our local area specifically designed to help you learn how to address your top financial concerns with a group of your peers. At these events, you'll learn what the structure of a good retirement plan looks like, how to address each area of retirement planning, what questions you should ask an advisor, and what strategies to employ, plus a lot more. So if you're concerned about running out of money, you're wondering what's the best Social Security strategy for you and your family, or what kind of lifestyle you can actually sustain in retirement, these events may be perfect for you. Space is often limited, so be sure to RSVP for one soon. You can check out the upcoming courses in the area by clicking the link in this episode's description or by going to askfreedomfinancial.com. That's askfreedomfinancial.com. And great news for people that don't live in Birmingham, Alabama, we have recently videoed one of our courses. And so if you would like to get the online version, all you've got to do is call or text 205-988-0006. 205-988-0006 or go to askfreedomfinancial.com and request a login. I hope to see you at our next gathering. So let me ask you this, David, if somebody's looking to put together a plan, what do you think they should be looking for in a financial advisor? Okay. So that's the million dollar question, right? What's the, what do you look for? First question you look for is, is do, I think number one, do you trust them? And I think that that's the single biggest thing people are looking for, actually. When you go into a financial advisor's office, do you trust them? And a lot of times people are going, how do I know if I can trust this person? So first of all, I really do believe that most of us have an incredible gut sense immediately with people if we can trust them. And our gut sense is almost always right. I think you know in the first 10 minutes if you can trust the person you're sitting across from. 
And if for some reason you get a sense you can't, then that's, I think, all you really, quite frankly, need to know. If you do trust them, and then I always go back to what Ronald Reagan said, which is about the Russians. He once upon a time said, trust, but verify. So I think once you feel like you can trust a financial advisor, well, then you need to verify you know, who, who are they? You can, that's a very easy thing to do. There are all kinds of websites you can go on today, broker check, uh, you can check their ADV. But you know, the advisor can provide this to you also. Go online and, and do the due diligence to make sure your advisor actually is who he says he is or is who she says he is. Compare it to what they told you. If they told you they've been in the business 20 years and you go back online and you should find out they've only been in the business five years, that's a problem. Uh, you want to find out, has that advisor got complaints against them? These are the kind of things, by the way, that a, a ethical, honest, well-doing financial advisor is never going to be concerned with because there won't be complaints and they're never going to tell you anything that's not true. So these are very easy things to validate and very easy things to check. The second thing is I always go back to the holistic side of this, which is when you meet with a financial advisor, a good one, a good one's going to really spend time asking you a lot of questions. They're going to get to know you. They're going to get to know your past. They're going to get to know your present. They're going to want to know where you see your future going. They're going to talk to you about your values. They're going to talk to you about your goals. They're going to talk to you about your dreams. They're not going to just talk to you about what age do you want to retire at and how much money do you have? That's that's what I would call the beginning stages of financial planning. You know, the, the question, what's your number? That's an old school question. You know, Good financial advisors today are really having a holistic conversation with their clients, getting to know them closely. And you'll feel that. That advisor should be in question mode, not in sales mode. And then when they present you with the investment plan, a good financial advisor is going to make absolutely sure that you understand it. And if you don't understand it, you should feel comfortable asking them questions. And you should feel comfortable asking them as many questions as you want. If you feel like you can't ask that financial advisor questions, then it's quite frankly possible that they're the wrong advisor for you. Then you also want to make sure that you understand the fees. So a fiduciary and a good financial advisor is going to be very transparent with you about the fee structure. Um, I would tell you that that's really at this point in the day with the DOL ruling, uh, that's their job and that's the law. They need to really disclose the fees. You need to understand what it's costing you. And that goes back to my last comment here is, which is, I really think you should hire financial advisors that are fiduciaries. These are people who are registered to be investment advisors. They have gone through a test to be a registered investment advisor, and they are required by law to be a fiduciary that puts your interest first. Uh, And I think if you do all of those things, which I know sounds like a lot, but people do them all the time and they find a great financial advisor, finding a great financial advisor can change your life and protect your family. Insurance services provided through Freedom Financial Group. Any and all other services related to insurance are an outside-of-business activity and are not offered through or supervised by AE Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Freedom Financial Group. Freedom Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Freedom Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Freedom 
Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.